Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfie Durfee. And this is Go Moda Link to the Past Randomizer podcast. We are back in the virtual space this week. Weird. <laughs> the normal digital room in which we all meet. We're back. We we were all in the same physical room. Boy, what a thrill that was, eh? In, in meat space, so to speak. <laughs> the meat space. Yep. I have no more sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the first thing my wife commented on, by the way. She was like, why is Dante wearing those sunglasses? And I was like, I don't know. He just whipped them on right before we started. And I, I didn't ask any questions. I whipped them on because there was more people in there than I thought was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you like, shield, hide your soul. I was like, bit. if I look cool, then I can look at whoever and no one will know I'm looking at them. That's so, true. Yeah. That's oh, the, yeah. That was like the the little bit of. I don't know. I guess that's why I wore them. And I, I, I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny, too. So it was a, it was a mix of both. <laughs> I mean, it made you look super cool. And I, don't know I, cool. I can absolutely <laughs> I can absolutely relate to sunglasses being like an extra layer between the real you and the world. Um, I used to use them a lot when I would teach, actually, because I could like be looking at one student or like my head would be facing one student. But my eyes would be like over here, like so that I wouldn't like they wouldn't think that I was like watching them and mm-hmm. they'd perform more naturally, hopefully. So yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses are great. I, I'll, I I'll take any excuse I, I can to wear sunglasses. I don't know how I feel about a teacher wearing sunglasses while teaching. Well, we were outside. It wasn't. Okay. An, okay. Was, yeah. Okay. So right, I mean, that's I had pretty fair. good excuse. Right, okay, like, that's, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wear them anyway. That's you know? better. I, I was thinking, but yeah, even you know, if it was a little overcast, I would, I would wear them so then them yeah, I could, I could do the kind of shenanigans I just described. Okay. So, Yeah. Anyway, what a legend. so yeah, we're so we're back home after SGL. It's mm-hmm. been one week since I got home, um, a little less than that for you, Herf, because you had a lot more travel time. And Dante, you stayed a little bit later, right? Uh, no, I uh, I got home. Oh, on, yeah, you left the same Monday. day. That's right. Yeah, I should have done that because I, I saw trick or treating the pictures. longest and it took the longest for me to get back home. Yes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you really got the short end of the stick yeah, on that. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, kind of by choice. It's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's either that or like, don't go, <laughs> you know, yeah, or like pay double for the flight somehow. Right. Exactly. Well, does double so. double payment mean double speed? Is that how that works? Unfortunately, no. It usually means double the annoyance because the weekend flights are fuller. But if you book on Friday, Saturday, Sunday or Monday for uh, international flights, I mean, doubling the prices is ex- exaggerated, obviously, but it's a lot more expensive to fly on mm. those days, which is usually why the German group that I travel with, we stay from Tuesdays to Tuesdays because it just, you know, kind of makes sense. Though yeah, that's I, fair. I feel like next time we, we might try to cut at least one day off, maybe arrive on Wednesday or something. That might be more of a thing. We'll, we'll see. I am mm. um, also looking at arriving on Wednesday, except for me, <laughs> that would be a lot earlier. <laughs> that's very so, true, yeah. So I wanted to kind of go around the horn here. And now that we've had, you know, a week plus of time to decompress and reflect on SGL, I'd like to hear from each of you. And then I'll share kind of just general thoughts. Like, where's your head at? Are you excited for next year? I don't want to even provide too many prompts. So just who wants to go first? I'll let Herf go first. All right. Let's see. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think what, where to even start. That's my thing, because I have, you know, a couple of different views on the whole thing. I have like my staff kind of view where I'm like, yeah, I have a few things that I would like to improve as a as a staff person where I think we can improve. And I have my like 
just as a not even participant, but just as a viewer, basically, you know, just sitting there in the audience or maybe sometimes even commentating a match where I'm more like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm taking part in the event. I'm not responsible for anything. I'm just taking part in it. So th that's two very different views that I have on the thing. But in total, or I, I guess as like an overall thing, I will say it personally really got me excited for SGL again, as weird as that sounds, right? So in 2019, I didn't know what to expect. I really enjoyed my time there meeting everyone, but it was like, I don't know. It was cool, but it wasn't super special in a way, if that makes sense. You know, I felt like you, you felt was, like you had done that sort of thing before. Or no, I felt like there was a lot of room for improvement and we had like some very, very stupid things that went wrong. You know, like the, we talked about mm -hmm. this a million times, but like the OOTR yeah. or the Mario Maker tournament where just for joining and never playing a match, you could have made some money because, mm -hmm. you know, so many people dropped out and we really didn't think far enough or have any contingencies for what happens if you only have four <laughs> participants instead of eight or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of put a damper on my enjoyment of it from like a staff perspective. I still loved meeting all the people and hanging out and yeah. I thought the venue was cool and so on. But uh, then it all switched to online for obvious reasons, which kind of, you know, put a damper on it for me big time because it felt like just another ALT TPR tournament. Yeah, you could win money, but you know, it wasn't anything special anymore. It was another online tournament. We've done it a million times. Yeah, it had like cam requirements where you could see the people which made it, you know, kind of a novel thing, but it still wasn't the same because you weren't hanging out, you weren't seeing people, you didn't like get live reactions to anything or whatever. And uh, But this one left you with a bit more. Yeah, so especially during the preparation phase, I think we talked about this a lot off record. I felt like it all kind of didn't feel like it was organized very well or like, I, you know, I was thinking, mm -hmm. okay, either I get there and stuff will work out somehow or I get there and it's like Fiesel and two monitors and he sits in the corner and is crying and nobody else is there. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess this is SGL now. That's kind of what it felt like beforehand. But then we got there and there was still, you know, some trouble that we had. Dan, he can probably talk more to this, especially on the technical side where setting up all this stuff was like insane. But it was a ton of fun. I loved meeting all the people again. I was sad about a couple of people who couldn't make it. I was super happy about meeting new people that I had never met before from the community and hang out and, you know, share some just some real life time with them because it's you know, we we've personally, I think we especially have like a unique perspective on this thing, because first we recorded a podcast together where we talked to each other a lot. Then we started using cams, which already added like another layer to it. Right. It's much more personal and more like a conversation where we can look at each other. And we also know now for the second time what it's like to you know, meet in real life and hang out and have a talk. And now we even know what it feels like to do a live episode and sit there and, you know, do a podcast episode live where we actually all sit next to each other. Yeah. And uh, I think that's really cool. And this one has really like kind of sparked my excitement again. I'm not going to start playing Link to the Past randomizer again. That's not happening. You know, I think something, crazy something magical would need to happen for me to start there. But I did like I, I sometimes I got the itch when the guys were like, yeah, let's do whatever a one mind or whatever. I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe if they'll have like a spot free, I'll, I'll play with them or whatever. But mm -hmm. the event itself really like made me excited. And 
as opposed to how it was before and especially in the last years i'm really hoping that it's going to be like a regular thing again i have no idea how i'm going to make it there every year if it is a regular thing because i can't you know rely on the uh, on the uh, what's it called on the um, the ladder patreon yeah i mean the latter patreons i was gonna say on the like friendliness of people i'm, I'm looking for the right word but the, the, i can't think of the right oh English dude word. i can't the generosity the generosity thank you so much jesus that took me forever to get out i'm <laughs> apparently i'm so not used to generosity that i don't even know the word but i can't rely on the generosity of people every year to get me there right and my financial situation is probably not going to get too much better so we'll have to see how i will make it there but i definitely hope it's a yearly thing and i definitely hope it can grow and we can all make it there every year if even just you know you were saying earlier tim and you'll probably get to that if even just for a day or two, I think it's just cool to hang out with people. And I, I said this on the live episode, I think it's so cool to just get out of your room and walk down to the event space. And when it's not like super early in the morning, you're like, oh, there's a guy I want to talk to. And then you talk to this guy for two minutes. And then while you're talking to that guy, some other person is walking past and you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then you start a conversation with them. And then in my case, I go outside for a smoke. And suddenly, you know, I have Clifford standing next to me also having a smoke being like, hey, how's it going today, buddy? And we start having a talk about how stuff is going with like SG. And it's just it's so cool to be there with such a large group of more or less like minded people, even if you don't share the same game or anything. It's, yeah. You know, you always kind of have something to talk about. And whenever you see someone with a badge around your, their, their neck, you're like, ah, you know, you give them a little wink and a little finger point. You're like, ah, look at that guy. He also belongs to us. And yeah. I, I think that's so cool. And I definitely want to do more of that. Yeah. So overall excited for next year, excited to do it again. Mm -hmm. uh, optimistic about the admin side of things. Yeah. There's definitely some kinks we need to work out and some stuff that we can do better. There's like, a, especially two or three things in my mind that I have like on my list of a post-mortem meeting that we might have with the staff where I'm like, Hey, this is something that was brought up to me or something that I felt like didn't go right. Uh, I'm not sure if you want me to talk about those. I can, I, I don't think those are a secret, but I don't want to like take up all the time just talking about my crap. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. Let's, let's shelve it just in the interest of sharing. I, I, I now that you've shared your perspective, I want to hear Dante. I want to have a little bit of time yeah. to share me, you know, my thoughts. And then we do have uh a few things. I mean, I want to spend time talking about what's interesting and what we want to talk about, mm -hmm. but we do have some stuff on the, on the docket. Um, to oh yeah, for sure. Well. So, All uh, right. Dante, so why don't you share with us now your <coughs> one week later thoughts? One week later. Um, it's kind of hard to put the whole thing into words. Um, so day one, like I was just kind of there, uh, and day one for me was Tuesday. <laughs> like helped unbox some stuff, you know, whatever. Got my equipment out of my car. Um, day two for me, which was Wednesday, was chaos because of setting up that three stream room. And I'm I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to stuff that I am like hired to do. Um, whether it be something I'm doing here at my house or whether it be like I'm getting paid to do it or whatever. Like I don't like I don't like doing half measures, if that makes sense. So, uh, the whole, like I was having this huge inferiority complex, like setting the stream rooms up and I'm like, or that, that one stream room up. And I'm like, 
this is awful. It looks bad. It, it it's probably not going to work. Like even though I had tested it and knew it was going to work, like I was just really down on myself about it. And I, and link a lot wanted to help me so bad. And he did a great job of helping, but I was so, I had organization, but it was just so much at one time. I couldn't even parse like what to tell him to do. And luckily there was a lot of things we needed to put together. And I was like, you do that and let me think about what I need to do. Um, yeah. And you the know, delegation model, by the way, do what? It's good delegation oh, model. See, delegation yeah. is what I was having trouble with. <laughs> so <laughs> that I mean, what you just described sounds good. You figure out something needs to be done. You tell someone to do it and your mind is on. Yeah. Next. So after all that, it was like, and I'm probably, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I was basically like, Hey, Fiesel, what do you think of this? And I was like almost tail between my legs. Like this does not look great. And he was like, this is perfect. Thank you. And I'm like, okay, like, sure. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, and then one of the audio said it like, you know, we, we got it working and he was happy with it. Even with the gaff tape speakers to the speaker stands, um, Cause when I got those, I was like, Hey, how do you want me to do this? And he's like, either tape it or I'm going to drill a hole in the back of it. And we're going to put a, a bolt through it. And I was like, all right, <laughs> as long as we're on the same page. Um, but anyway, you opted for the tape, right? Uh, we did the tape first. Cause I was you like, if we start drilling something, we're going to drill through like a magnet and we're going to have a bad yeah. day. Um, so anyway, we did all that. Um, got it situated, had an audio issue, but luckily the, the GDQ, people we were borrowing that big giant board from the engineer or their former engineer. I'm not sure he came out and helped out with it. So kudos to him. Um, then, you know, tournament was good. Um, as far as like being re thrust into that admin role, um, as far as like setup, I think the stuff Herf and I worked together to, you know, get things done worked out really well. Uh, and then I'm glad that Sinek was able to kind of, take things back up as well, like at the event, because I didn't want to be tied down doing admin stuff since I also like, I really wanted to play in person. So I didn't want to be like having to make some kind of admin ruling or whatever, because you know that it, it with money on the line, it feels bad. Um, a lot of times, you know, between matches, like a lot of, you know, Herf talked about walking down and just seeing somebody you want to talk to. And I was doing that a lot. 2019 was very different for me than 2022 uh 2019 i didn't really know anybody like you know I, I had a couple online friends you know from alttpr but none of them were coming to the event uh i think the only person i was even remotely i knew of besides like you guys from before i was even on the podcast uh was like sir link a lot so yeah. obviously cool to see him again this time was very different i, I kind of mentioned this at um at the live show, I think. And of course sounds cocky. I know, but like this year there were people like coming to see me, like not, not coming to the event to see me, but like they were just like, Hey, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to make sure I met you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I just, I want to break in right here to share a quick story. So when I got there Friday morning, I walk into the breakfast room and there's really no other way to describe it other than I walk in and Dante is holding court. He's sitting at a table with like 10 other people around. You're like telling a story and everyone is just like hanging on to every was word this, that you say. Was, was this just, at breakfast? Yes. Yeah, so breakfast Friday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so like I came up because <laughs> I wanted to be like, hey, Dante, what's up? But you were like clearly in the middle of the story. So I just like slowly kind of walked around to the side and 
waited for you to finish. And then I, someone like noticed me and was like, hey, Tim. And I was like, oh, hey, everybody. Hey, Dante. And then we like got our hellos in. But like, you were like you were like big man on campus. I felt like I, it was everyone was was uh, wanting to to come in and pay their respects. Uh, pay my respects. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, it was just vastly different and it was kind of humbling. Um, like Saturday, Friday, Friday evening, I was getting a little uptight about matches just because like I wanted to get them over with um, tournament anxiety was setting in like full force, uh, you know how that goes. And so like I put my AirPods in and it was just kind of walking around, uh, kind of taking everything in and just kind of listening to some like relaxing music. And it, like, I did that a couple of times, even after I was out of the tournament and it seemed kind of kind of weird, but it was really, uh, this almost sounds stupid, but it was really cool. Just kind of taking it all in uh, for a little bit mainly due to like so many people were just like happy, like genuinely happy, like two years of playing this game uh, completely online, you know, even with the SGL online stuff, there's been massive tensions with some players. Like some players are just, you know, uh, let's face it, terminally buttholes, you know, that's just, that's their persona. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect because I've definitely done stupid stuff. You guys all know that. So like regardless of like who you are like buddy buddy with online, it was cool to see like everybody was just happy to talk to anybody. Kind of like Herf said, you know, there were some people that I thought probably didn't care for me too much that I actually had a lot of really good conversations with and kind of reminded me that there's a human on the other side of the computer screen playing the same game. Yeah. Um, the, the human element really helps with it. And like, you know, when I, when I lose at dance game tournaments, I don't really, I get upset at myself obviously, but I don't really get tilted. Like, like I have, and others have with ALTTPR and mm-hmm. having it, having it in And I think it's because of it just being in person because you know, there's another person right there. And if they beat you and they're like maybe the underdog, you see that look of joy on their face for that split second. And it really helps put things in perspective. Um, I did, you know, I noticed that with like losing was obviously crappy, but you know, uh, I, I faked Matt out and, and Relkin ended up winning the whole thing, which we'll talk about some later. So losing to those two, you know, I can't complain. Like I'm, I'm friends, friends with both of them. And, it was really nice to get to meet them as well as so many others. Like I, I've named two people. So now I've put my foot in my mouth, but like I met so many people and I'll be honest, like Monday leaving was like awful. I mm. did not want to leave and I didn't want to go back to work. I wanted to see my wife. I wanted to see my kid. Like, you know, I had, I had trick or treating to do Monday night. <laughs> um, yeah. But Obviously. like, it was those like, pictures were adorable. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daddy Shark came in clutch, but like yeah. just everything all like put all together. I really didn't want the moment to end, so I'm really hoping we get to do it again in 2023. Um, yeah, and even if we do, like it won't be that exact same thing. It'll be something new, but like that's probably the most concise way I could put it. Like I said, I could probably elaborate on this for another hour, but it was just very, I don't know. Like even coming back and playing Rando. You know, I, I played a pickup race yesterday with some folks in a voice call. Don't worry, it was a legal voice call. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I finished dead last. <laughs> and then, 
<laughs> I didn't really care. Um, yeah. I just had a good time with it. And it's, um, it's definitely, I don't know, I guess it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit when you have an event like that. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh, you were able to eventually see that, like, you know, the stream room, for instance, you said you felt like you were, you had done that in a really suboptimal way and then Feasel was good with it. I didn't even know that you felt that way. I gave you a compliment about it because <laughs> I legitimately think it was great. Um, so hopefully that has helped, you know, in oh, yeah. retrospect with, you know, any future anxiety you might feel about the work that you're putting in, because the fact of the matter is, even if you did do a crappy job, which I know it's not in your DNA to do, people would be thankful that you had done anything, you know, so um, I was just that's, glad that's, that I didn't ruin the event because I, I had told her and some <laughs> other folks that like my greatest I think I told you too, Tim, my greatest fear was like, I'm going to ruin the whole event. I'm going to leave one cable at home and the whole event's ruined. Like that was like my perpetual nightmare. That was like yeah. what woke me up to to leave Tuesday morning was the anxiety from I hope I packed everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Um, so I guess I'm the last one. Uh, I, so overall, I, I'm extremely grateful that we got the opportunity to do the live show. Um, it was pretty much exactly how I had imagined, imagined it is, is pretty much how it went off in terms of the response that we got, um, the equipment that we used, the things that we covered, what we talked about. Um, I thought the audience and, and Twitch chat, did a great job with questions also should probably uh, preface that by saying Lumaga choosing some of the questions from Twitch chat <laughs> did a great job bringing some of those to us. I, I did go back and read Twitch chat. There were a lot of um, joke questions, you know, and, and it was good of Lumaga to we filter read a those couple, out. We read, we, we read a couple we of read, We read a couple of them too. Yeah, we absolutely did. Um, but yeah, the live show just was absolutely, I don't want to say like bucket list type stuff, but I listened to a ton of podcasts and, they all any podcast worth its weight has a live episode that shows up on the feed when they go to some con or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'm just really proud that like GMP has done that and and we did it and it went relatively well because I've heard some live shows that were crap, too. And I, and I feel like we put out a pretty quality <laughs> can, episode. Honestly. Can I jump in and just say that I honestly feel like. Me trying to like just possibly be a pessimist, our live show audience participation the like the way it just went in general i do not think it could have gone any better like in my head <laughs> i don't think mm -hmm. like for what we had to work with and everything and like kind of just doing it live doing it on the spot we didn't really have a huge game plan i i think yeah. it probably went as well as we could have ever envisioned uh, at least for yeah, me yeah i agree no no i agree i think I don't think i could have ever imagined it turning out like this i was definitely thinking it would be a lot shoddier for a lack of a better word and then we had would have like three people in the audience at best and you know nobody would care basically but uh, yeah. yeah as you said it turned out great yeah i was so i was i was really happy about that and a, a lot of props do have to go to lumaga and xylo who were a big help both getting the event set up and then also running it and then t sigma six was also a huge help in getting the equipment set up for us and yeah uh, um, you know, yeah. not to go through the whole thank yous list again, but those three in particular were, you know, the, the four of us were working together for a good solid two hours before it's, it started to make sure, you know, everything. Went Shout outs to Sigma so. for especially giving me crap for sitting over there playing NMG. 
uh, while they, <laughs> while him and everybody else was setting up for uh, for the live episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing I, I forgot to like specify or mention or whatever. It is like it is a show. And so being in a room where it's understood that you're allowed to come in and just click around on your controller and have a conversation with your friend. Honestly, so I guess like to finish that sentence, not ideal for a podcast recording, but I kind of liked it because it sort of reminded you that we're live. Mm -hmm. It made it a little less of like a spotlight on us that was like, we're one thing that's happening in this room that you can watch or there's other things, you know? So I think it was like made people feel more comfortable to either, you know, walk in or walk away if they were like, okay, I've seen enough of that, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, I actually kind of felt like that helped a lot. I almost edited in a little message to be like, Hey, Tuesday 10th, there's like some background noise and just ignore it. But I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Just like, it's no, fine. we didn't. It's you, the background episode. noise. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The background yes. noise is what exactly. makes it. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it was really, I mean, if, if that, like the, if that's the only takeaway that was extremely happy about that, I felt really, really good about that. Just that whole day, um, had a friend drive like an hour to come watch uh, the recording. It was, it, it was very new to the ALTTPR world has played like maybe one seed before and, so yeah, it was just it was really cool to have a friend there and uh, have an audience and have you two there, of course. So that was great. With the event, I will say I feel like I have some regrets. I, I feel like I didn't do a good enough job uh, scheduling out my own time. I think I, I I specifically wanted there to be some free time so I could fill that up with things. But then I never did that. So it was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm just wandering around or I'm just in my room or like I'm, you know, a bunch of people yeah. are going out somewhere and like 90 percent of them are my friends. But I'm just sitting here and it, like I absolutely could have got on, you know, into those plans, but I just didn't. And I don't know if that was because I felt like I didn't want to impose or felt like I didn't know people enough or like I didn't want to go. I don't know. what, the, But I've in in retrospect. I wish I would have gone. So I think next time I want to get there Thursday night because I felt some super FOMO uh, not being there <laughs> Thursday night. I heard that there were some good hangs and I missed out on those. And then I think planning out my hang time a little bit more is something I will definitely do next time. And I definitely think I was um, I was more shy than I expected myself to be. I thought I'd be like, hey, I'm Tim. Everybody knows me. What's up, everybody? But instead, like, Sometimes somebody would walk by and I'd be like, should I, I know that person, should I, yes. you know, and I just wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I regret that very much. I wish I would have done more of the you should like, have. hey, Relkin, you know, like, hey, what's up, you know, are, are you ready for tonight or, you know, whatever the case may be. So um, that's, I, those are, you know, like I said, overall, very positive, very happy about Sunday. The event, if I were to, you know, be critical, I would say, yeah, a little bit of regret. And, and that's not a bad thing. It's just something to be more, you know. More on top of for for next time, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, but uh, with that, I guess we do have a few notes here of uh, some SEL 2022 kind of final stuff. We already uh, mentioned the champion of the ALTTPR tournament, but a uh, huge GG's to Relkin for winning that game uh, and earning five hundred and fifty eight dollars for for uh, winning the tournament. So that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, did want to mention the final SMZ3R champion who was Andy uh, and then also mentioned that they also won about $70 for uh, placing between 5th and 8th place in ALTTPR so they walked away with $313 which is pretty sweet um, and then Maniacal who of course was 2nd place in the SMZ3R tournament and a semi-finalist top 4 in ALTTPR 
um, combined from those two tournaments won two hundred sixty one dollars. So that's that's not a bad weekend of video game playing, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I got twenty five whole dollars for making the bracket, and I <laughs> yeah, felt like I, mean, I I messaged my wife and said, "Look at me, I'm a pro gamer." So, <laughs> you, I mean, when you make money playing video games, you're make allowed to say money, that. Yeah, so let's take away the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there was, I actually, I sort of wish we had, this had come up and we'd mentioned it when we were at the event, but there was the marathon. Uh, I think the first year they tried to do like a whole, you know, going on for the whole event kind of thing. They were having some trouble uh, finding, you know, programming for the middle of the night and enough people to do runs. So this time it was just like a 24 hour thing with a break in the middle of the night, which I think worked a lot better. There was a lot less mm-hmm. games, but it was easier to like come in and, and, you know, scope it out every now and then. I happened to be in the room for a couple of notable events. One was an apparent world record set for a Super Nintendo game called Windjammers, or actually it might not be SNES. It's, it's on the Switch. Uh, and we looked up the release date. It was like a 93 game. Maybe it was a like second. Uh, Windjammers kind of was a Neo Geo game, as far as I remember. Neo Geo. It's okay, like very interesting. Yeah, it was game. a cool looking game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's almost like Summer Olympics, but it's only like disc and Frisbee related stuff. Yeah, it's super was, it was fun. cool. Um, but apparently the uh, Metroid Master was runner of that and beat the world record by like two minutes in the oh, room. Nice. So um, that's pretty wild. <laughs> I, again, I don't know anything else other than their claim to that, but that's I have no reason not to believe them, you know, if they run mm-hmm. the game. So that's pretty cool. And then I was also in there at one point and uh, Sonic Man 2005 was playing a game called Super Punch Patrol and had one of those. This has never happened before moments <laughs> that happened at marathons where they actually got soft locked in a way they've never been soft locked before. So I thought that was kind of fun. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the marathon was very cool. I like the changes made between 2019 and 2022. Yeah, yeah the marathon is uh, definitely a thing where it's, you know, a little bit of a. A contentious topic i suppose is maybe a good way to put it where people are like yeah it's it's a cool thing to have and we understand why you have it but at the same time shouldn't you be focusing on like one thing rather than trying to be everything at once i see it as like kind of easy content because it's yeah. like with all these runners here every you know so many of them as it turns out have a speed run in their back pocket or even just the game that they're there to race they could be like oh yeah. this is a weird mode yeah, whatever sure. you know so because like even um, we saw we saw your rock do the link to the past randomizer uh 100 vanilla um mm-hmm. like nmg type speed run and that was really cool to watch you know uh airy relkin and kelpsy did a really good job on commentary like a lot of the like the routing that your rock and others have kind of put together um, for that specific category, like utilizing quick swap, the rando rule set, stuff like that. Yeah. It was really cool to see. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see any of the um, LTTPR or even like LTTP related runs in the marathon, but we'll put a link in the description to him if anyone wants to check them out and then yeah. that'll make that'll force me to go watch them too. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on SGL? We probably won't talk about this for an extended period of time until like SGL 2023. So this is sort of the last chance, I think. Um, just two small things I want to mention to, to kind of close it out. The one thing I, first, I am super sorry for not remembering who you were. I'm, I was like heavily medicated on the day we did the live podcast episode. And I was constantly stressed out with admin stuff, but I do remember someone coming up to me uh, after, I think it was after we did the live episode 
and like going, Hey, Herf, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, I wanted to thank you. I, I like played a couple of seeds back when I started and I didn't feel super good about it, but, uh, it, like the mentor tournament kind of, you know, saved my rando career, so to speak, like they were able to, you know, join up and learn and be kind of eased into the whole thing. And uh, it was really nice to hear, you know, they were affecting someone like that and, and, you know, being like a positive force in their life, even if it's just for rando, you know, it's not like we saved their life or anything, but, yeah. but still, you know, getting that kind of feedback was awesome. And uh, the last thing I want to mention is uh, Dante was talking about earlier, you know, going home on Monday, feeling bad and stuff. Imagine being there on the Tuesday in the hotel where everything is already gone. They're already setting up the next event. Nobody's there anymore that, you know, except for like three other people or something. It really <laughs> felt super weird sitting there in the lobby and like looking around and just, you know, the whole hustle and bustle was gone. No sign of speed gaming or speed gaming or speed gaming or whatever they gaming. typoed it for like <laughs> three different times. All the signs. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it felt so weird. That was like the, the bluesiest day I had. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can't I'll, imagine. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that must have been a sad sight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also had some folks, um, some quite unexpected uh, come up and, and thank me for starting the mentor tournament, which, you know, if you would have said that in 2019, I would have been like, you're welcome. But now <laughs> to hear it is like, I feel like I have so little to do with it. You know, like yeah. I, I definitely kept it going in 2019 and then we got a team of people to help us in 2020. And since then, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I don't want to say it's taken on a life of its own because there's a core of people that, you know, put a lot of work into that. But um I just like had the idea and made sure that it lasted a year, you mm -hmm. know, and, and now it, it, it has gone on to change a lot of people's lives. And I'm happy that I could be a part of that. Uh, and I, I told them all as much. I was like, you know, thank, thank you for, for that. I'm glad that it's affected your life that way, but I feel almost like a fraud accepting all of the, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, cool. my final, yeah. my final thing is I miss you guys. Uh, everybody. Aww. So Same. also, uh, if you, if you came up to me and said, hello, thank you. Uh, like that, that honestly probably made my day every day. Just somebody saying, Hey, that I knew who they were, but they also knew who I was. So mm -hmm. that was like, you know, that's kind of cool. Like just, I, I don't know. It's hard to put into words without sounding like a douche. So here I am being a douche, but it was really cool. <laughs> No, I, I I know exactly what you mean. I and I can absolutely relate. And I want to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, we've got uh just a few things going on around the community that we want to check into. Of course, League is still very much underway. We just uh started week five of competition. Um, so I'm doing this weird thing where I played in weeks one, two, and three. I did two races in week one and one in weeks two and three. And I'm not racing again until week seven in which Ooh. I'll do both of them. So I'm in this weird, like not racing kind of thing. Of course, I'm like yeah. cheering on my team and all that. But uh, I feel and, and then, you know, we had STL where we were kind of away from it. So I feel like this weird disconnect from League. Dante, how's it going with uh, you and your team? What's the latest <laughs> with, with Pugs? Well, um, we are sitting at a hot seven and one. Um, 
Last Location Ears uh, dealt the perfect unadulterated gaming squad a pretty unfortunate gaming situation uh, yesterday <laughs> with our first loss. But hey, it's Rando and those guys are getting really good at the game. So uh, kudos to all of them. It was a really fun game to watch. I had a really good time playing um, in Retrance Co-op. I think I, I kind of want to say the the week has been a success or the two weeks we've had. Um not a lot of complaints from the community. A lot of positive words I've seen, which is good Lord. What twilight zone are we in seeing positive words and discords? But, uh, but yeah, like I, I think overall, like our team's doing all right. We're still sitting at number one in the division. A lot of, I thought about this. That was exactly the halfway point. So if we lose out, we could be at seven and seven. So anything can happen at this point. And, uh, <laughs> still, <laughs> already almost. building up the alibi for you know the end of the season <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. yeah see i told you guys yeah <laughs> but no nah, um yeah looking forward to the next one swordless this week so that's gonna be fun um for me even if i lose i love playing swordless uh and then on top of that you know i get to sit out cross keys so looking forward to that too <laughs> <laughs> nice victory um, so the long shots, we are in fourth out of seven, which for us is really good. We're usually like down at the very bottom. Um, so to be kind of like in the hunt uh, in the middle of, of the league is is uh, where I think we're in a good situation. Our record is three and four and one. That one, of course, being a tie at the oh, end. Yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. was absolutely outrageous. So, Dante, what is the window uh, for that something has to fall into to be called a tie? Do you know uh, off the top of your head? Uh, I do, but I know that the rules doc says uh, it has to be within, like, you have to be able to just kind of tell from watching it. Um, so we we have a unwritten threshold, like, because we're using a program called VDub that allows you to import a video and it tells you the number of frames in the entire video. So you can advance it one frame at a time, whether you're at 30 FPS, 60 FPS, then we can check things that way. We kind of want to be able to watch it, see, you know, we did a couple tests to see like, what would a difference be, blah, blah, blah. And so we came up with a threshold to say like, this is our unwritten rule, but the written rule is this. And I think those both balance really well. Um, I will say that you guys uh, had a two frame difference. So two frames. <laughs> that is very much not able to be like perceived watching like. Yeah, you could say I could tell, but like that's literally crossing at the same time. So, uh, you know, especially at I think both of them are streaming at 30 FPS. So you can do some math to see how many fractions of a second that was. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like uh, -uh, that's definitely a tie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So crazy. I mean, obviously, we you know, we want to we want to get W's um, on the long shots. But in a certain sense, like this is. I think more fun on, on just like a weekly basis, like overall, you know, if we had more wins, we, you know, place better, whatever, that's fun too. But just having this happen and having people DM us and be like, Whoa, Holy crap. You know, like it's just so, so fun and so funny. I wasn't able to watch the entire race, but I um, was out and remembered it was going on and I didn't even watch a multi Twitch. I just, I tuned into Tyler's game real quick. And then I tuned into Reg's game real quick. And I saw they both had four crystals, different crystals, by the way. And I was like, I think this one's going to be pretty close. <laughs> and that was like <laughs> 30 minutes before they crossed the finish line. Little did I know how 
extremely right I was with that prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, so close is yeah, a word. Anyway, so <laughs> wait, what's a word? Close. Yeah, that that is that is the word. To they describe were that. so close. close. They were holding hands as they walked across <laughs> the bridge to get to the Triforce yeah. room. It's the dream. Well, it's better when you're teammates and you do that than when you're competing, but <laughs> it's still cool. It's still pretty damn cool. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's where we're at currently. Like I said, this is week five going on right now. Seven weeks total in um, regular season and then we're off to brackets. Uh, all right. We also had the release of a Halloween aesthetic festive uh, just a few days ago. I'll get an exact date for you if you want it here. But have either of you had a chance to dip into this? No, not at all, to be honest. I only heard at the event, I believe, from Cynic, where he told me that uh, Khan put something together, like he threw something together on his own because everyone was like busy or at SGL. Uh, but that's the only information I have about it. Mm. Yeah, it was October 31st on Halloween that this was announced in the main Discord. And it was announced by Vitorp, who said, we really tried to make an amazing festive like we tried last year. But alas, again, we got caught with our costumes off. So have a spooky time with another cosmetic only festive this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm not clear if that was the same aesthetic festive that we got last time or if there were changes from last year to this year. I also, as you could probably tell, have not played it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it wasn't too much work to do. I would assume it's the same as last year. I don't know why I would just assume just by how short notice it was put out and that it's again cosmetic only which is you know not to put it down or anything i think it's totally fine but well it's tough because we've had so i mean we've had so much more right like there have been versions that completely change the nature of the game and like change Mm -hmm. the final boss fight like all that stuff so like yeah we're a little spoiled yeah true I mean, it's still cool, um, especially for like newer players, maybe that haven't um, yeah. experienced something like this before. Yeah. So, you know, the the they've they're, I mean, obviously reused some of the music from last year's Halloween festive. Like I watched I watched Kelsey play uh, one mm. of these one day while I was okay. working. And okay. any like standouts like you want to talk about it? Pretty much what you'd expect. You know, you, yeah. you die, you go to hell, um, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And then you so have to. Left in. Yeah, that was left in. But nothing like super game changing uh, was was put in. So I mean, but even just the aesthetics, were there any like sprite swaps that? Oh, made you uh, I mean, there smile was or any. Oh, I mean, I thought all the it's basically all the same sprite swaps from what I understand. I don't think there was anything okay. new. Okay. But mm-hmm. I mean, I that's the thing. I have zero complaints about the old ones. I thought those were a great touch to mm-hmm. the Halloween thing. And again, remember, we're playing this on the Super Nintendo and they're kind of like back backwards doing this. So it's like. You know, anything you can do, I think, is impressive. Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. Just yeah, because you know, we've seen I, it before I, and we're like turned off to it a little bit. Like it's yeah, it's still good. So I literally just thought of this, but let me run it by you. So we've already created, you know, a, a Halloween festive randomizer. What if instead of trying to one up themselves or do it differently or anything like that, say in like October 7th or October 1st or something like that, they're like, hey, we're going to run like a brief tournament or like a you know uh invitational or something like that where it's the mode that dante's already shaking his head it's the <laughs> mode that we have already rolled out that you played last year or two years ago or whatever and it's just like a bracket like 16 people or something like that i don't know i feel like i that would get more of a response from me than trying to one up or update from last year 
don't know. What do you guys think? Dante, what, what's the, what's the reason for the head shake? Um, <sighs> tournaments probably aren't good for festives, uh, in any capacity, uh, mainly because there's like different lag levels and such just due to like, and I think some of them are inconsistent and it has something to do with those sprites. Uh, I think they're working on a way to get around that. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on it. But at least I I vaguely remember hearing something about it. I would say what they're doing with these, when you see them kind of sprinkled into like the SG dailies, that's a really good thing to do. Like, let's have a couple competitive races with them, call it a day. Doing a full-on tournament, I think, uh, I'm, I'm probably in the minority. I always am when I say this. We have enough tournaments uh, right now, especially like because there's like three side tournaments, you know, or I don't even want to call them side tournaments. There's three other tournaments, I think, going on right now besides ALTTPR League. So like, you know, somebody trying to throw in a a festive thing and then someone's going to potentially be butthurt because of something crashing, you know, because it's a festive. I think that's where I think that's why my opinion is it's best to have those like semi-competitive in the sg dailies i don't mean to put you on the spot but what tournaments are going on right now uh so well some of them just did wrap up but uh, i know that kabuki tational is going on i know the entrance extravaganza just wrapped up uh avian art is still happening in finals we have alttpr league uh there's one more i thought but it may have maybe it's two so there you well, go. no, I, and the only reason I asked that is because number one, I wanted to make sure if there were any I weren't aware of that you, you know, that I we talked about. Them yeah, like and cross spotlight on them and just ended too, which is on our yes. docket to talk about here. Yeah, today. so that's the thing. I just I just looked into all these this morning and saw that pretty much all of them are wrapping up. We actually don't have a bunch of tournaments but going on at the moment. We if, did in October. Yeah, but. if you if you started this on October seventh, then yeah, you you like you were just saying <laughs> then like, you well, but still, gotcha. it was, it's mostly brackets for a lot of this stuff you know like it's group stages are finished well you we know, were in quarters so that means, Tim, you know whatever pick your invitational like as a developer of the game pick your invitational of 16 people to be in your festive tournament and then uh, okay, deal with sure. the, the six, baby fallout okay. of people being the, mad they weren't selected the 16 people with the most messages in the main discord uh, okay. Um, <laughs> glad that's I was, not I was me. expecting a much uh, more visceral reaction from you than I just got. <laughs> Best of luck to those 16 people. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an idea. But I, all this to say, like, I just, I feel bad that effort is put into this. And I mean, I don't know. You, you said Kelpsy played it. I don't know anyone who's played it. I I feel bad that I haven't played it. I used to get really excited about these. Right. Um, so that's why I said I, I hope that they didn't spend a ton of time on it, you know. So that's where that's where I'm at. Um, if you're listening to this and you feel differently, jump in our Discord and, and let us know. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, so speaking of tournament updates, now's the time to go over. And we kind of just shouted most of them out. Um, I don't want to take too long on this. I didn't want to take too long on it either way, but now we have even more reason not to. <laughs> so that's great. I'll, um, uh, I'll grab the first one right away since it's yes. a lighter thing. So yes, please Entrance do. Extravaganza ended, uh, ended uh, GG Sugama 2 for winning the whole thing. I believe second place was Humbug. And uh, we planned, the only thing I'll say is uh, we, we planned on restreaming the finals at least, but... <clears throat> 
of course, these guys were free to schedule their matches whenever they wanted. And <clears throat> it just happened to work out in some weird way where they played at a terrible time for everyone, but not them, apparently, which is totally fine. And we were still at SGL. So yeah. there was nothing we could do. Dunka was like writing announcements and little blur blurbs uh, from his cell phone from SGL uh, to, you know, tell the people what happened. But yeah, GG Sagama 2. And uh, that's that's the invitational over for, for the season. Sweet. Very nice. Next up, we have the Kroskis tourney. Danti, do you want to announce our winner there? Yeah. Um, so uh, Kroskis has concluded. So gigantic GG's to Schulzer for taking home the crown there uh, in two games over Illis, uh, who got second place. And then there was a tie for third between Ramon and Wallkicks. So those four are definitely four people that I would expect to be uh, a top four uh, for cross keys. All four of them yeah. really good runners at the modes. Um, you know, wall kicks runner up last year. Uh, Ramon, just an absolute powerhouse at entrance. Uh, Illis as well. And, and Schul- like and Schulzer. I mean, Schulzer plays literally, I think, every mode ever. So um, <laughs> and it, it shows. I mean, he got second in the main tournament as well. So. Uh, shout out to all four of them for putting on a good show. Yep. Good stuff. And then Avian Art, uh, to touch on this briefly, we are into our final matches actually happening this week. Uh, first game was on Monday the 7th. Uh, Tito versus Jay Meesher. Tedo probably is how that's pronounced, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So the second game, not exactly sure when that's going to happen, but uh, the direction I got was you should check their Discord and they've been adding them as events when they mm-hmm. come up. So if you're curious of when those are, uh, we'll link the uh, Avian Art Discord in the description. Just go look at the events. That should tell you when game two and if it's needed, game three and are scheduled. If you want that hot, hot intel, uh, about an hour ago of us recording right now, that race did conclude with Teto taking game one. So uh, just one game away from... Uh, potentially winning, winning it all, winning it all, all the birds. Well, it all. Take don't count all the out birds. Jay Meesher. Oh no, definitely yet, do not. Because <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to share some stuff that um, Structural Mike and Gilgamesh in that Discord server shared with me. So Jay Meesher, they actually made it out of groups on the wild card spot uh, where all the second place folks were put after groups. Um, they basically just like spun a wheel to see who was going to get the wild card spot, and Jay Meesher got that. So wow. they got that, and then they made it to semifinals they were playing game three which is a true pot hunt and that was a tie which they retimed and they found jay meesher to be the winner by 0.9 seconds Whoa. so jay meesher is the cat with nine lives in this tournament mm-hmm. and have have all of them been used up i'm not so sure so um just another reason to check out that game two and possibly three if it happens of the avian art tournament so check the description for details on that and then finally, we had the No Logic tournament. That tourna- tournament, No Tor- Logic tournament, tournament, <laughs> tournament uh, that has concluded. And GG's to Checks Human. I was definitely surprised to see that because the last time we checked in, Malmo was sitting at top of winners bracket, waiting for losers to conclude, uh, and they w- she was completely lossless. But then Checks Human clawed his way out of the losers bracket and managed to get two games off of Malmo to ultimately win that tournament. So huge GG's to. Uh, checks human and i think this is kind of like the glitched league where we're talking about where maybe malmo's actually breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief for not winning her own tournament <laughs> um so yeah but that is the conclusion of the no logic tournament 
I did it again. Tournament. <laughs> Why am I calling it that? Tournament E. It's a tournament E season. Yes. Well, it was. You took now it home all the typos from the SGL signs. Now they're in my mouth instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Malmo, uh, that is a perfect transition to talking about GMP community updates. So Malmo is going to be organizing a new glitched mentor tournament. Uh, so she came to me, asked me about this, asked if GMP would sponsor it. I said, absolutely. Basically, all that means is GMP is going to be the main home for a lot of the restreams, uh, where a lot of the communication happens for the tournament. Uh, but it is Malmo's deal. Uh, she's put together a team of admins, um, very similar to when we did the OWG mentor tournament a couple of years ago. Uh, and I don't have a ton of details to share with you just yet because it's still being planned out, but I can tell you the following, uh, group modes are, there's going to be a mix of glitched modes that are in groups. Um, but it's not going to get any, it's not going to get as complicated as no logic. The most complicated logic they'll, they'll be dealing with is hybrid major glitches, uh, which is the same as overworld glitches, just with some added underworld, uh, glitching allowed there. Uh, so it's not going to get too crazy, but you are going to get into a few different types of glitch modes. Um, signups and like training slash boot camps type stuff will happen in December. And then the group mode will start at some point in January. So this month we're still planning. December, we open up uh, for registration. Monday or uh, Monday, January, we get rolling with the tournament. So that is the general plan there. Uh, if you are interested, just keep listening to this podcast. Check out our Discord. We will eventually do announcements about it and, and get going. But um, the last one of these we did had 16 people. I'm sort of anticipating more for this one because I think there are more established runners now that are curious about glitched big. modes that, that mm. will want to get into this. So if you're interested, don't sleep on it. Once once you hear about registration, go ahead and get in there. Um, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. I'm excited for that. Uh, also wanted to mention last Saturday, we had uh, we hosted a crowd control race between So Last Summer and Sawyer, S-O-Y-H-R. I think it's Sawyer. Um, we have a YouTube video link in the description so you can watch that. Uh, it was a super fun time. It was about two and a half, three hours of, of torture and pain. If you've ever seen a crowd control race, you know that <laughs> you get, you get uh, molested by Twitch chat a lot uh, as they mess with you. Um, but they did raise uh, somewhere between three and four hundred dollars. You know, crowd control takes a little cut of that, but um, they raised a good amount of money for Extra Life Foundation. So we're really happy about that. Um, and it's also cool because we set up the GMP channel for crowd control races now. So that's something that we have no problem hosting if anyone else ever wants to, um, you know, run one of those on our channel. So I thought that was kind of cool. We're all set up for it now. Um, but yeah, again, link in the description to watch that on YouTube. We've got it ported there. Shout out to Zeitnex for handling that for us. And uh, yeah, congrats again to uh, both of those racers for a great event. Quick mention. Oh, man, I feel like we're just running through these, but we are getting at the end of time here. So it makes sense. Um, our uncle bot is fully up and running. I did announce that in the last episode. Uh, but just a reminder, we are set up to have a BWS bot on our on our Discord server again, and it is fully operational. So if you were just kind of waiting for that to happen, now's your chance to get back into it. We're going to do another BWS for you that we'll talk about in just a second. And uh, go get yourself acquainted with the new bot. It's very, very simple to use, very, very easy. Just give it one shot, you know, read the instructions. It'll all be pretty clear what you need to do. But again, huge shout outs to McMonkey for getting that set up for us. And uh, 
Let's see if we can get back to the the days of uh, BWS Yore, where we <laughs> have like you know fifty five to sixty people run it. Yeah, get us back to the Yore days. Um, and then so yeah, the biweekly seed, uh, as I mentioned. So last time we had the onsite SGL twenty twenty two tourney settings. Um, what's league doing in week five? I forget. What it's is, swordless. Is it swordless. We should do a swordless league. Swordless no. is what it is. Oh. Or should we do what next week is, which that would be cross keys, right? That would be the pseudo cross keys. Pseudo cross keys. Uh, well, yeah. What do you guys think? Pseudo cross keys or swordless? I feel like swordless gives more of an opportunity to play something that you don't really get to play a lot in ALTTPR, even if it's like harder and <laughs> probably like weirder for people to get into. I feel like it's a more like a rare uh, experience. Mm-hmm. I, I also, at the same time, I feel like it's accessible too, though. You know, like cross or you know, pseudo cross keys is like, I don't know. I mean, at yeah, least the logic you, you the definitely need to be more aware of like weird connectors and whatever. Yeah, right. I will say that if I say we should do swordless, everybody's gonna be like, you get, get you just like swordless, <laughs> and nobody wants to play stupid mode. Uh, but um, I mean, I'm good with that if you are, but I'm not going to campaign that the go mode podcast do another swordless seat for the bws <laughs> especially after we just got it up and running yeah i understand well i it sounds like herf's on board for swordless i am too i again i think it's like there are a couple small logic changes for things that would require the sword and we'll you know post about that in the bws channel so you can study up before you play but it's a lot more accessible than cross keys in my opinion so yeah we'll do a swordless uh, so okay. look forward to that um and yeah get yourself acquainted with uncle bot okay that's it for G- uh, gmp community updates and now let's wrap it up all right so we're on all the things discord twitter twitch youtube patreon um so check us out just search go mode podcast you should find us on all those things um if you want to watch me play i'm on twitch.tv slash temp underscore and my shout out this week is going to go to, you know what? I meant to shout out House of the Dragon when it was running. And, uh, you know, you've probably heard people recommend that. It's the Game of Thrones spinoff. A lot of people, including myself, got their heart broken by Game of Thrones in the last few seasons where it just got absolutely unbearably bad. House of the Dragon, I would say, is more like season three or four quality Game of Thrones, which is to say it's pretty dang good. So um, first season just wrapped up so you can binge the whole thing. There's going to be more in 2024. Uh, but if you liked early Game of Thrones, check out House of the Dragon. I thought it was good. I've heard a lot of good things about it, even though it's not my wheelhouse. Cool. Yeah, good stuff. What about you, Dancy? What's your shout out? Uh, I got two quick things. Um, first off, I am participating in the Chuzu or Chuzo randomizer tournament, um, which is a Super Metroid is that randomizer like Chuzo with. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Chose but you get with to the word choose, choose settings. Um, you get to veto <laughs> no. certain things. So like, I'm uh, uh, me and some friends decided to enter it, and the Discord channel we made to talk about it is called the Great Disaster of 2022. <laughs> so, um, we're we're entering this, and uh, I'm not practicing at all for it. I'm just going to play Super Metroid in a real bad way. I'm probably just going to veto hard logic the entire time, uh, so I can make sure I have a I don't have to lava dive. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's going to be a hot mess. The second shout out, a little more ALTTP Sweet. related. Um, myself and Ari are going to be racing NMG this weekend. 
And before you all say, well, that's going to be a route, uh, which it probably will be. Um, we're doing it on uh, the GDQ hotfix show called Think Fast, which we're going to be in a voice call and there's not going to be a lot of commentary on the game. We're just going to be speed running it. And uh, they're going to be asking us trivia questions. And the more we get correct, the lower it brings our time. Like we get a bonus. Ooh. So Ari might get the first sub 120 uh, by that logic. Uh, I might, mm-hmm. if I answer enough, you know, trivia questions that are <laughs> maybe US based that he's not familiar with, then uh, maybe I end up having a lower time than Ari. Who knows? But it's meant, wow. to, be, meant to be just kind of a chill, fun thing. Um, just content, so to speak. But yeah, looking forward to doing that. That's going to be the show starts at 4 p.m., but they're doing uh, Eastern, but they're doing uh, we got the announcement today. They're doing Link's Awakening 2019 first with two other runners, mm. T- TGH, um, which is a, a Zelda runner you may know of. Yeah. And mm. then uh, the other one, TGH, will be playing EDL 666. And then right after that, at around 5.50 or 6 o'clock or so Eastern time, that'll be when me and Ari play NMG. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just hoping I don't screw it up, but should be fun. Poor that's cool. Ari, that's going to be so late for him. I know. It makes me feel bad. Right. <laughs> going to be like midnight. Whatever, yeah. he'll be fine. Well, I love that idea for a show. I'm definitely going to check that out. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Perf, what you got for us? Uh, all right, I also got two quick things. First, shout out uh, Bayonetta 3. I pre-ordered it before STL. It unlocked during STL. And if anyone is curious, if you pre-order in Germany and are in the US, it will still unlock at midnight Germany time. So it unlocked in the middle Ooh. of the day for me. But uh, I only, like, I started it and I saw that it was unlocked and I saw the main menu and I pushed a button and it was like Bayonetta 3 and I'm like alright cool it works and then I turned off my switch and then didn't play it again until I came home but uh, I finished it in the meantime uh, awesome game if you like Bayonetta you're gonna love Bayonetta 3 super cool uh, the second one is uh, the second episode of Turbo Overkill released on Steam um, it's, a, it's a boomer shooter as the kids like to call it these days uh, by Apogee. Uh, super fun, great movement, feels really, really fun to play, and uh, definitely a big recommendation for me. I can't wait for the next episode, which will probably take a while, but uh, yeah. The first two episodes are plenty long, and it's a ton of fun to play. What was that called again? Turbo Overkill. Yeah, I think, like, just taking a look, you, you'll probably like it. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that is going to do it for us. That brings us to the end of this episode. I was going to say stay tuned. That wasn't the right word. So uh, check us out today, aren't you? (laughs) I know I really am. My brain is uh, not firing correctly. Um, Check us out in two weeks and uh, we will bring you another episode of the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's go ahead and mirror out.